The second step is to identify the issue. Arguments so easily get widened and all sorts of other things get drawn in. So sometimes we can't even remember what it was that we were arguing about in the first place. Identifying and articulating the issue can be the most important part of preventing disagreements escalating. An analogy that we found very helpful is to imagine that we're on a three-seater sofa with wife at one end and husband at the other, with this contentious issue right in between us, keeping us apart and stopping us from hearing each other properly or seeing each other's perspective. Identifying the issue means taking what's coming between us and putting it out in front of us. Then, as wife and husband, we can move together on the sofa with nothing between us and work together on finding a solution for the issue that's out in front of us. Being able to speak about any issue that confronts us is one of the things that we gain from the marriage course. You know, sitting together like we are now and putting it out in front is such a great strategy. It um, really has equipped us to, to deal with anything that comes. And there's very, very few issues now that we can't, um, can't take hold of and run with, especially if we give it the time that it that it's really deserves. Yeah. We don't see each other as the enemy anymore. No. Mm. The third step is to discuss the issue rather than attack each other. If we're to do this, it may well involve some of us having to learn to control our temper. Uncontrolled anger is very destructive and, tragically, can cause people to become physically violent, which almost certainly will destroy a marriage. And if you know uncontrolled anger is a problem in your marriage, we would strongly suggest that you seek help. It's also destructive to hurl accusations at each other in the heat of an argument. Equally, I guess, uh, in some of our heated moments, or my heated moments anyway, I would use words that I didn't really mean to, to criticise Jill. And um, they were an expression of my anger, not really meaning those words, but that wasn't the effect that they had. Yes, I think we realised that we'd come home and we'd both speak to each other in any anyway, and not in any way that we'd speak to anybody else, mm. where we'd make a big effort. And it was part of realising that we must appreciate each other and treat each other mm. really well, yes. rather than taking them for granted. So we, we now really make a point of uh, being courteous and mm. kind with each other's, uh, in the way that we speak. The most important person in your life deserves mm. that, I guess. The vicar who married Nikki and me gave us a great bit of advice. He said, there are two phrases to avoid using at all costs in marriage. You always and you never. Because when we use one of these phrases, we're labelling each other's character, such as when we say, you never do anything to help, or you always make us late. A much better way of putting it is to use I statements describing our own feelings. So rather than, you never do anything to help, it's much more productive to say, I'm upset you didn't help me with the clearing up last night. Or instead of, you always make us late, it's better to say, I don't like leaving for the train so late because it makes me feel really stressed. Equally important to avoid attacking or blaming each other is to be a good listener, as we talked about on session two. When we're having an argument, we're usually very keen our partner understands our point of view, but we're not quite so keen to understand theirs. 
making sure we listen will be especially relevant for us if we know that we're better with words than our husband or wife. A simple but very effective ground rule is take it in turns to talk. Listening to each other in an argument um, or in, a, in conflict situations, I think, is crucial. Um, mm -hmm. Otherwise, we're just smacking heads without the other one really knowing where the other one's coming from. Um, and it just perpetuates things. Things just go on forever and we end up telling each other, you're not listening to me, rah, 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 rah. Mm -hmm. um, it's definitely that, that analogy of sitting on the couch um, together facing the problem rather than sitting on the couch having a problem between you is, mm -hmm. yeah. Definitely, it's that's the the way to deal with it. Yeah. yeah, and just giving each other the time to to say what you want to say, and listen actively, mm. and sort of be able to paraphrase e each other's uh, thoughts back to each other. Um, you just feel so listened, and you feel like you've got your point across when yeah. you do it that way. Well, today we have a worksheet for you to work through as well. So take a look at that in the study guide or under extras.